praise the Lord and welcome to my first podcast ever. This is actually just a more of a test podcast as uh, months ago I was actually given the thing to maybe start a podcast and I thought, mm, that's not a good idea. I'm not really a talking to electronic kind of person. I'm not really big into technology. And then I showed somebody... And that person was like, well, if you already downloaded the app, then obviously Jesus wants you to make a podcast. He just said that yesterday. So today, we're just going to test this one out, see what happens, jump right in. Sometimes when Jesus irks your brain and irks your heart to do something, sometimes you just got to set it off. Sometimes you just got to go and just do it and see what happens. And sometimes you have that thing where you might might make a mistake and might not be as good as you want but a lot of times the Lord's just going to give you a chance over and over and over again he actually gave you a chance to do it over and over again he's like come on come on you can do it you can do it but we don't listen because what happens when Jesus talks to us what happens when we see the words in red in the Bible it's like I know Jesus that you said this and I know this came out of your mouth I know it's in red but can I pray about it? <laughs> we don't do that thing where we're like, Jesus, you said it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start working on it right now. That's what I should have done. That's what we should do. That's what should be going on in our lives. But we don't. Because things have been twisted around that we just don't know that doing stuff for Jesus is actually not only exciting, but fun. When you're by yourself and you're doing something for Jesus, there's certain things that'll excite you and motivate you and get you going. And you can't, oh, you just can't explain it. You're like, I don't know what it is, but it's so exciting. My favorite part of the movie Elf, where he's dressed in the elf costume, is when somebody says, Santa's coming. And he jumps out and he's like, Santa! I know him. I know him. Sorry, I'm not trying to get in trouble by by saying that. I don't know how much I can say or not say. But when somebody says the word Jesus, I'm like that inside. I'm like inside. I'm like, Jesus, I know him. I know him. Let's talk about him. Let's see him. Let's go try to meet him one of these days. Like I get all excited. You know, when Mary entered into the house and saluted Elizabeth and the babe leaped in the womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost and that means John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Ghost I just get excited when talking about Jesus I don't know what it is about the excitement it's it's a fire shut up in my bones It's a fire that I don't like to quench. I quench it because of the people around me. Some people you know that you can share the fire with. And some people, you're just like, oh, I'll let them dip their toe in it. You know, splash a little water, sprinkle them with a little water. See if it gets their fire going. But no. Because serving Jesus... And knowing Jesus and doing the things that Jesus actually tells us to do is just not that popular nowadays. You know, 
I have a lot of respect for atheists. I have yet to meet an actual atheist that's really just downright atheist and has a reason. Most people that I've noticed as listening to people, atheists, scientists, people that talk about science, that kind of stuff, they actually technically believe in God. Nothing's wrong with that. One person that said he was atheist said he read the Bible and he had this choice to make a decision whether to follow Jesus or to not. And he just could not fathom some of the stuff and he just couldn't work his faith up to do it in his mind. Just all that stuff was just like, it's too much. Some of that stuff's not possible. So he went in the other direction, but he had read through the Bible and we actually had fun talking about stories in the Bible. So he's not really an atheist. If he actually had taken all that stuff that he had learned from the Bible and said it, cause this guy, it's one of those guys that's so full of knowledge. Like you're like, well, where'd that come from? It's like, you're a Google, <laughs> like you, you got a Google brain, like you got all this stored up stuff on, and you just want to tell people like he would have been a great preacher. And over the months after that, after we had that conversation, I know that the Lord was dealing with him and I know that he was noticing, I could tell that he was like contemplating some things that was going on in his head. And then he left and he went out to the field and it wasn't a lack of faith. It was show me how to do it. Doubting Thomas. <laughs> Have you ever looked up doubting Thomas in the Bible? Does it actually say his name was doubting Thomas or was that given to him by somebody outside of the Bible? Because doubting Thomas really wasn't doubting. Doubting Thomas actually just wanted physical evidence that it was Jesus. We're doubting Thomas is ourself because if you read the Bible and don't do it, you're doubting that the faith that Jesus is working on with you and giving things over to him and to do things, you're just doubting that that faith that you have can turn it, be turned into something that what you do and be obedient to Jesus you're doubting that then you, you are not really showing that you have the faith to do it. So you're doubting. So we really should be saying doubting, insert name here, whoever's listening to my voice right now. Because when you read the Bible, when you sing those songs, and I'm not even going to say some of those sayings because some of those sayings aren't biblical. And we don't really actually, some of those traditions of men, oh, we say this and we say that, and we have these, these one-liners that we have. And it's like, do you really have a scripture for that? What scripture are you referencing? Have you ever actually looked that scripture up to see what it actually says? Sometimes it's pretty close. Sometimes it's not even close. Sometimes it's like, oh, one little word can change the meaning of that, that it may not have said what you thought it said. You know tithes and offerings? If you don't give tithes and offerings, if the Lord puts it on your heart, if you have... One time I went to church, and I had a $100 bill in my pocket. And look, it was like either $100 or I think I had a $5 or $10 bill. And I'm about to look. Walmart was open at that time 24-7. So I was like so excited. Like, yeah, $100. I there's going to be so much stuff I'm going to buy at Walmart. I'm going crazy. 
And then the Lord told me to put that $100 in the offering. And this wasn't just any offering. This was Bible class. <laughs> Look, if you give in $100 at Bible class on a Wednesday night and there's only like 20, 30 people <laughs> and there's a $100 bill and nobody asked for change. <laughs> Look, somebody's going to notice that the Lord, it was put on somebody's heart to put that $100 in there. Like that was Jesus. That wasn't just somebody like, no, it's okay. Like, they called the offering and Jesus was like, boom, do it. And I'm, oh man, like, you know, hit you in your throat. You don't know what to say. Like, okay, Jesus. So I actually sacrificed not going into Walmart. You know, you go to Walmart, you got that hundred dollars. You're like, oh, I can buy this. this, this. Oh man, you're going to fill up that cart. Well, you can't do that much now. You go to Sam's Club, that hundred dollars is gone with like 10 items. But back in the nineties, there were times when I'd buy groceries. There's a couple times I bought groceries and I'd just fill up the cart and they'd be like, okay, it's 60 bucks. I'm like, wow, that's it for all that. When you got a full cart and one time I bought some T-bone steaks for some people. This couple was so nice to allow me into their home that I bought T-bone steaks and I bought the good stuff. And they were like, how did you know? And I'm like, I didn't know. I just bought the good stuff and Jesus blessed it. And you all blessed me and sent me money because certain things happen. But I put my faith in Jesus. So don't look at people in the Bible and be like, oh, well, he just didn't know any better or no, his ignorance, his naive, all that stuff. That's not true for you to read the Bible and not actually do it. That's you being worse than Downing Thomas. That's not you putting your trust and faith that whatever Jesus says to do and you don't do it. That means I'm not going to say anything negative right there. That's between you and Jesus. That ain't none of my business. But if you read it, it's a covenant. If you sing it, it's a covenant. If you took the time to actually break open the book of the Bible and look to see what Jesus says, and you absorb that into your brain, now that's a part of you. And now Jesus is going to hold that accountable towards you. Let's not be the Downing Thomas. If Jesus is working on you, do it. Do it because you love Jesus, not because you want a pat on the back from anybody. Because if nobody sees it, Jesus does. And you're really just trying to store up treasures in heaven. You ain't trying to store up treasures on earth. You're trying to store up treasures in heaven. Every time you do something good, hey, that's storing up. Every time you do something bad, I can't call that. I'm not Jesus. God bless you. Work on that doubt. One love.